Hello again, I'm Trip Rogers, and this is Trip's Take. Now, I will admit I am extremely conservative. I grew up in a very white-bred, conservative, suburban town of North Jersey. And my mother instilled values on me that tended to reflect, and my father too, their suburban conservative upbringing. Now, one of those things is in regards to tattoos. Now, I've got to first of all say something. I had my share of needles as a kid. I had allergy shots. And I mean, to the point where I tolerate needles now, but I'm not a big fan. You know, when I got to give blood, I look away. Yeah, can't deal with that, can't deal with needles. And I have heard that getting a tattoo involves a needle. Not interested. I'm sorry. Just that's that's not my deal. And when I grew up in the 60s and 70s, the people who had tattoos were mostly military people, you know, but they were not the upper echelon of society. And the problem is that conservative business people all wore long shirts and you know that that that's not what you had and 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 you didn't want to not take your shirt off and and be embarrassed by a tattoo and again most corporations do not although maybe they have changed and i've seen it change a little bit in terms of 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 how corporate attitudes are and, and work rules are But tattoos are generally frowned upon. You know, I I will be curious to find out a president who has a tattoo. You know, I don't think any of the presidents have had a tattoo. Because, again, by nature, they are political people. Again, I could be wrong on this. But in the 80s and 90s, tattoos started to become a thing. And you started to see tattoo parlors popping up. And I went and I did some research because I have a question. And, and again, the, the, the youth of the 80s and 90s, the, the uh, millennials and, and also Gen X, all started getting tattoos. They all thought it was cool. It was a rite of passage. Whereas, of course, in the 60s and 70s, 50s, 60s and 70s, smoking was the rite of passage. You know, everybody smoked. And then, you know, people realized, how, how bad it was for you. So again, tattoos became a thing. And I know a lot of people who got them. And one of the little unwritten rules I had was I generally did not uh, date people, women, you know, obviously, who had tattoos. Now, there are some of the people who I dated had small tattoos. I'm I'm talking when I talk about tattoos. I'm talking about these big tattoos, and I've seen it. You see it everywhere. And again, this is a mark of being cool nowadays. But also comes the technology of being able to remove a tattoo if you want to. Because let's face it, we make some choices as youth that we regret when we get older. I mean, our tastes change. You know, I, I will freely admit that my musical tastes change. I thought Frank Sinatra was awful when I was a kid. But by the time I hit my late 20s and early 30s, I thought Frank Sinatra was a genius. And I loved his music. Yeah, seriously. So, so that's one way. Your, your musical tastes 
change as time goes on. Same thing with your tastes in, in what you think is cool and what is not. So the one thing I wanted to do before I started talking about this is I want to do a little research. So I did do some research. And the one thing that you do see is tattoo parlors are popping up everywhere. And, and there's a lot of people. And, and listen, I understand tattoo artists are artists. They use people's arms and people's, you know, skin to create their masterpieces. I, I get that. I understand that. But I kind of wondered, do people have regrets? And again, when you do something as a kid, whether it, it may backfire on you. Now, again, I go back to the conservative uh, business mode. And I know there are some of my friends, and this is, goes back about 10 or 15 years, who I worked with the Best Buy, who would go to work in the corporate world and have to wear long sleeve shirts every day. Now, when you're in New Jersey, I mean, you have winter and it's cool uh, six months out of the year, uh, maybe seven, you never know, global warming. But you have to wear long sleeve shirts. You had to cover the tattoos up. And I wonder how many of them would say, you know, this may not have been a bad idea. This may not have been a good idea. And the other thing people have regrets on is if they get the name of someone on their tattoo, uh, their spouse, and guess what? You get divorced. I know there are some people who, instead of getting traditional wedding rings, get tattoos on their ring finger as as a form, you know, as their 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 wedding ring. Again, same principle. Uh, if you get divorced, uh, you still got that tattoo on there. It's for a lifetime. But I, I again, I digress a little bit. Here's the thing that surprised me. 92% of people surveyed said they don't regret their tattoo. So I missed that one because I thought for sure the number was going to be higher. And, and, or it's just, it would, when I say higher, the ones who regret. The one thing, though, that's interesting is to remove a tattoo sometimes starts at maybe two or three times the amount you paid for the tattoo. And it is one of those, you know, kind of hidden bazinga factors <laughs> in there. So it's something you got to think about. And, and, and again, I, I, again, in, in, in total, I've never got one. I have no wish to get one. I think one of the reasons why is that, you know, I unfortunately am rather and a hairy person. And I just think a tattoo would look awful <laughs> and I would have to shave the, the shave my arm. I, no, I'm not going to do that. Not, not, not going in that direction. Just, just saying that, um, my daughter has not gotten one. All she's talked about getting one again. I understand it's a cool thing. And, and some people have them, you know, on their uh, forearm and the inside and that's fine. But again, it's just not, it's not for me and it will never be for me, but you know, we live in a free country and you can do that real quick. I want to talk about the Preakness stakes. It is coming up this Saturday. I uh, gave you my picks for the Kentucky Derby. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, the favorite is mange. I mean, when you win the Kentucky Derby, you are the favorite in the Preakness. The Preakness is shorter. And that's one of the reasons why I think, uh, you've got to go with the, the, the Kentucky Derby winner, Mange. 
However, I'm going to throw a wild card at you. Uh, I like Blazing Sevens. Now, he is from trainer Chad Brown. Remember last year, Chad Brown uh, had early voting skip the Kentucky Derby and win and won the Preakness last year. Hope I do the same thing with Blazing Sevens. I'm going to put Blazing Sevens on my exacta there. Mange and Blazing Sevens. That's what I think is going to happen this weekend. Of course, I hope you don't trash them. I hope you cash them. And that is Trip's Take for Thursday, the 18th day of May, 2023. Love to hear your comments and questions about my podcast. Just email tripstake at gmail.com. If you love the music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s, listen to WTRSradio.com. Join me again next week for another edition of Trip's Take. For now, I am Trip Rogers. Thank you for listening. Make it a great one.